Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me this week, he is back. The one, the only, my cousin, the man, the myth, also the legend, Adam Schmidt. Adam, how you feeling, buddy? How's the pneumonia? How's the summertime pneumonia? <laughs> it's getting better. My my number one goal tonight is to not have a coughing fit in the middle of this thing. Uh, so you're gonna get, you're gonna play this pneumonia card as far as you can make it happen, right? As long as long as I can, absolutely. Okay. Um, I plan on having a cough for probably another three or four months. Um, and it's every time somebody asks me about it or every time I need to get out of something, hey, look, I'm coming off pneumonia. There you go. You got a, you got an out, man. You're good to go. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm, I feel you, brother. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, you just didn't want to talk about uh, women's soccer. <laughs> I did kind of want to talk about it, but uh, I missed my opportunity last week. We're moving on. We are moving on. Uh, In fact, you know what we're moving on to? We're going to move on to something a little special. We're going to start today's podcast off. First off, we'll we'll say this. You can catch the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. When can you catch the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, Adam? Every Wednesday night live on Facebook, and then every Thursday morning on just about every way you can listen to a podcast. If there's a platform for podcasts, we're probably there. Check it out. Nosebleeds or Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Uh, Adam Schmidt, Chris Witt with you here, and what we're going to start off with is a friend of ours who has so much money that he spent $2 billion to buy the Clippers. I just saw this video just a couple minutes ago. (laughs) This is probably completely illegal to be playing it, but uh, you know what? It is what it is. We're going to play it over the airways. We're not making any money yeah, off of Yeah, we this. ain't making any money. So, yeah, here we go. We're And we're critiquing how funny it is. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as you're doing that, it's fine. So, uh, we're going to let these, this guy introduce who this is. I believe, uh, I'll just tell you, it's the owner of the L.A. Clippers, Mr. Steve Ballmer. And, of course, it's going to take a second to load <laughs> after I hit play. Clippers chairman, Steve Ballmer. Tell me who you think this guy is. Love you, dear. <laughs> I have these notes, but I gotta say I'm just fired up to be here today. It's great, man. Pretty cool. Fired up, Pretty man. cool. Woo! This dude's fired up, man. <laughs> I've never seen him not fired up. It's true. I, I'm I'm just delighted. You know, I'm proud of what we did last year. We had a hell of a team. Hell of a team. Played the right way, hard, gritty, tough, resilient. That's what the Clippers are about. That's really and I just, It was a great season. Great season. 48 wins. Great season. Not what we want, but a very great season. I'm so proud of the guys we have. I'm pretty sure I'm so he did not think it was back. a great season. <laughs> we got the guys who I think will be perfect put together with Paul and Kawhi Paul to really face. give us a chance to do the only real thing we want to do is, is say, looks like he smelled two, funky cheese. Being number four, we're only here for one reason. We want to win it all. There's only one reason. I'm proud of our leadership team. All right, so we're going to pause this for a second. Who is this guy? Tell me. T- this guy sounds like an like a character out of a cartoon or something. He does. I've ne- he, I, I don't think I've ever heard him speak. He looks like one, and he behaves like one. The guy, the, the character that, that Steve Ballmer really reminds me of more than anything 
is Matt Foley. Matt Foley from oh, uh, Mankind. That's Mick Foley. Oh, that's Mick Foley. Mick Who's Foley. Matt, Matt Foley? Matt Foley is the character. I've been trying to figure out who Matt Foley was the since motivational, you told me a while ago. The motivational oh, speaker that Chris Farley cow, played. It's Chris Farley. That's <laughs> right? who it is. Right. It's Chris Farley. <laughs> Chris Farley doing Matt this Foley. Dude, if this dude who said, lives I in, live a in a van down, down, down by the river, it would be great. Listen to this his guy. His voice he's, and his energy oh, yeah. it completely matches Matt Foley. He's about to tell you about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. To put us in this position... Uh, where we could put together two of the guys who I have most admired throughout their careers. I'm excited about that and proud of the guys who, who got us here. I'm proud to be here in this rec center. I know, kids, we got you out of your routine today, but I'm proud to be here with you. Uh, it's real honor to have a chance well, Sam to be Cassell here out there. and have us be so welcome Love in Sam this Cassell. place. Uh, it matters a lot to the Clippers. We need to get to where he, he like gets really excited about these two so we can we hear Matt Foley again. And the contributions are right, here Clippers we go. to Paul and Kawhi. Come on! Come on! Come on! Get him up! Oh, there's come nothing on, more awkward than when, someone, than when one guy is trying to make a whole crowd get up. That was the Matt Foley right there. <laughs> He said, this man is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> tell him about it. Tell him, tell him some more. Here we go. Here, here, this That's is why go. we're here today. We got two guys who I am so excited to have. Two guys who are, are tough. What? Right. Right. That is Matthew Dude, Foley. Holy cow. That is su- that's Chris Farley. That is Chris Farley introducing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in a little kid's rec center in L.A. I can see if Chris Farley was still here today on Saturday Night Live. This When was that? Let's see. That was, uh, it was just yesterday or two was days yesterday? ago. Yeah. So this coming Saturday, he would be on. Oh, there's he, no They doubt. would have a skit. No he doubt. would be Matt Foley or he would be Steve Ballmer. Just, <laughs> and just, it would just be the Matt Foley character. It would be the Matt Foley character, and he would just turn that into Steve Ballmer introducing these two fools. Oh, my god! I don't want to talk about it, but uh, I missed a, my opportunity. Is there a, is there a nerdier owner on in sports than Steve Ballmer. Okay, so is there a more nerdier? Yes. I think there is. I'm going to go with uh Paul Brown or Mike Brown. Mike Brown is nerdier? Dude, he's have just you an s- old man. Yeah, I feel but he like. wears the the like the hat from uh What's the movie called? The Sandlot. Remember when that kid comes out with that oh, fishing the hat bill. with the bill that's like a foot and a half long? That's the hat that he wears up in the press box. You're he's a dork. I, I don't, that I dude's didn't know a nerd. That. Oh, every Bengals game he's got that on. That dude is a huge dork. I'd say Steve Ballmer close second to Mike Brown. Can, who else do you, can you think of any other? Yeah, Mark Cuban's up there for me. Mark Cuban's not a nerd. That dude, Mark Cuban's you know, a that huge dude, nerd. I mean, I think he's a tool sometimes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't see him nearly as nerdy as that. Steve Ballmer clip we watching, just listened to. Watching him uh, cheer and and uh, degrade referees and yeah and 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 be this on the bench. Favorite, this is my favorite cheer. Be on the bench and get and come out and like give his guys high fives when they're coming out of a good out of a good run. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of a game, no other owner does. Stay away from the team during the game, man. Hey, he's he's, he's involved. Man, he spent a lot of money on that team, dude. As far as I'm concerned, go out there and give his man. Hey, if I'm spending two billion dollars on a team, 
I'm sitting next to the coach. <laughs> I ain't lying to you. I put, I hey, that's a lot of cash I got involved in this. Sure it is, but that's a lot of that's straight cash, homie. Man, there's there are lines. There are lines you don't cross as an owner. I disagree with that. Completely disagree. I think if you're a terrible owner, I think that you should yes stay in the background. But if you hey listen, it's your team. You spent the money. Far as I'm concerned, get up. You got. You can do whatever you want. Not whatever you want, but you know, if you want to get up and give guys high fives like you're part of the team. Guess what? You are part of the team because you sign their checks. Why do you think it is that most owners don't do that, though? Because most owners are smart owners, and they have people. Okay, that's what I mean. They, yeah, yeah, but that that does. I mean, Steve Ballmer's is a super intelligent dude. I mean, the guy like half invented Microsoft or something, didn't he, or Apple or something? I don't know, but he's a, <laughs> a huge goofball. I don't know. I'm. Maybe I'm jealous that I don't own an NBA franchise. I but think that's it. That's probably yeah, it. Yeah, you'd be a quiet owner because you're a quiet person. Right. If I owned a basketball team, <laughs> dude, I could I, – the He's, possibilities are endless. I can't slapping, even tell you what I'd do. You'd be slapping every behind you I'd possibly have, oh, could. Every butt slap, every good game. I mean, I'd be good gaming people or, or, or good working <laughs> people all game long. And just referees, just, I, yeah, it everybody. don't matter. And I let every one of them know how tight that thing is. Man, <laughs> what are you squatting these days, dude? What are you up to now? Five twenty, five thirty. Good night. That feels like a five thirty squat. Feels like a five thirty squat. It's a hell of a squat. It's a hell of a backside you got there. All right, Steve Ballmer's uh, really, really funny to watch, and uh, kind of annoying, honestly, but actually very funny to watch. And now we know. Even funnier to listen to. Oh my gosh! I will forever. I'm. I'm going to tonight. I will be on YouTube just listening to Steve Ballmer interviews or whatever they have with him on it. Enjoy. I'm. I plan on it. It will be enjoyable. So, uh, speaking of the Clippers and speaking of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, so uh, comes out today. Kawhi Leonard said he was very close to going to the Lakers. Yep. He was also very close to staying in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He had that was all very close together, all those things. Then all this stuff started being created with Paul George and boom, LA it is. Yeah. Now, that brings us to the latest situation in the NBA, which is the NBA is launching an investigation uh into their own league basically um to look into free agency uh, just generally look into free agency and how it operates because it not even because of the deals that players are getting made like that one like right. like Kawhi getting Paul George to join him get that got that trade done with OKC in the middle of the night um not even that but the fact that the July 30th date was the first day that you were supposed to be able to speak and have meetings about, you know, and, and start negotiations. Well, in the first 24 hours. Dude, like how many people signed? It was like two, two what was it, like $2 billion or a billion dollars or something like that of contracts were signed within the first 24 hours of being allowed to but or, or, now, 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 I know what you're going to say is that these were all negotiated beforehand, before the allowed time was there, right? That's, that's what the that's NBA, what the is, NBA looking is looking into. into. 
But the NBA put out these max contracts. So if you're a free agent, I mean, you pretty much know what your max is. The only thing you're really negotiating is the fine little pieces in your contract. So you've got the idea, look, if you're a veteran, a, what is it, a seven-year veteran or something like that, there's a veteran minimum, a veteran max, There's, and then you're going to get one of the two. There's really not a lot of people that sign in between. But but for the people that sign on the first day, mm-hmm. it's it's usually max guys getting getting hit right off the bat. Boom, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. So I don't I don't know I don't know what they're gonna find in this because they've already set those max rules in regulations. So I mean you know what LeBron could make if he resigns with the Lakers in four years. I mean it's already it's already known what he would be making. Yeah, for the most part. Until they get I mean, it'll depend on the revenue that comes in and stuff like that and and what the cap becomes. But but the 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 problem is is they're trying to make sure that players and teams are not negotiating before they're supposed to be negotiating. And, you know, there it's, there's potential that, you know, you could see fines and, you know, we had basically that's tampering and we, we saw it, it, you know, they charged the Lakers and magic, uh, you know, early in the year when he was still there and there, there were, there have been, um, you know, issues with tampering and fines, Fines get handed out by the NBA to teams. To teams, right. not to players, though. To right. teams, right? And that's part of the thing <clears throat> is is no matter what you find with the teams, the players with all this power that we know they have now, they are doing deals kind of behind, kind of like kind of setting you. deals up, and sure. then and then when the time is right, taking them to the teams and say, "Hey, this is what we've got. Let's make it happen." Right. Okay. So, and I agree. That's incredible power. But let's be honest. How many people really have that power? Well, you know, what, 10, 15 guys in the league? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, almost anybody, honestly. If you, if I'm, if I'm I, I mean, any kind of star, if I'm an all star, and I want any other player to to join me, I'm, I can probably make that happen at this point. And that's that's illegal too. Player to player stuff is also tampering. It's also against the rules. But they just there there's no way to really regulate it. There's no way to really because you're talking about seizing people's phones and seizing people's you know computers. Yeah, and stuff there's like no that. way the you can't there's no way that. the players' associations letting that happen. No way. So there is you know there there's a thing going on. The NBA is going to start I think this week or next week going to start interviewing teams and individuals about uh, especially a lot of the the deals that were done immediately as soon as they were allowed to be done they were immediately signed and you know it's just suspicious so those are going to be looked into there's not a lot like I said that they can really do about players talking to other players you know if it's out in the open and ever you know but players are smart enough to not do that you're not going to now, I mean, I think, you know, there were warnings issued as well. I think to even to LeBron early in the year, he mentioned some somebody asked him, hey, wouldn't you like to play with Anthony Davis? Heck, yeah, I'd like to play with Anthony Davis. Who wouldn't? That's oh, not tampering. tampering. No, but it is. It, 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 How's that tampering if be- I say if somebody asks, if, you're, if your job is to answer the press, you have to answer the press. There's so much time you have to give. The press asks you a question. What do you, you just – Sit up there and uh, sit up there and do the old uh, the the Lashawn what's that Lashawn uh, Marshawn Lynch routine. <clears throat> Good. Um, I don't know. I, I there are there were a lot of tampering or borderline tampering things going on this year, and it really has 
gotten into this thing where you have to be careful. If you're a player, you have to be careful about what you say about other players or you're anybody, a player or an executive or anybody in this league. You have to be really careful about what you say about a player on a team. Well, that was team. why Jay-Z kind of uh, let go a part of his ownership to the to the Nets, wasn't it? Because he was he 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 was being told by the league, you know, you can't go over here and hang out with with these guys. You can't talk to them. You can't meet them in the locker room. You're just not allowed to do that stuff. That's tampering. And and he decided, <laughs> I enjoy my social life better than I enjoy owning partially owning a team. Right. Yep. And that's a, that's a perfect example. I mean, it's. That's and that's why one of the reasons Magic Magic left, left right? Yeah, yeah. Is it one of his things. He wants to be able to mentor players, whoever he wants to. He wants to be able. And to if have he wants to send a tweet out to Anthony Davis or to whoever or to or to Paul George and say, or "Hey, brother, even, congratulations," right? Or you right. know, or any, not even to those guys, just about somebody. Yeah, he 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 can't do if he's a Lakers employee, he can't even say, "Wow, I really you know, great shot by Damian Lillard, congratulations." You know that he. He doesn't even have to tweet at them. He can just tweet about anybody, and suddenly it's tampering because it's just there's it, it's kind of a so Pandora's they got, they're gonna have box, to figure it out, you know, right? They're right. gonna have to figure it out because they already have the illegal, legal, early tampering, tampering or whatever they got that happens for like a period of two weeks. So maybe that's when some of these things happen. I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I think a big part of it is the fact that they already got these max deals. You already know what the number's gonna be once it's up. The player in that you know pre-tampering time might have all you know gets to talk to some people he figures out what he wants then it comes back boom they sign i don't think you're gonna find anything comes out of this maybe not uh one of the things that a lot of people were saying the easy fix for this is just to make the free agency period start as soon as the finals are over or as soon even maybe as soon as your season is over you can start talking to other teams yeah um, i don't see why there's anything wrong with that the only thing is it's it's that's not going to stop that. I mean, you're still going to have if you're if I'm allowed to start talking to you because my season ended at the end of the regular season because I'm not in the playoffs. Who's to say, you know, that I didn't start talking to you four weeks before? Why the, is it the, such the a big deal? Done? Why is it such a big deal? If, well, if it's in season. Right. And and LeBron goes to AD and he's like, yo, bro, hey. End of the year, what do you think? You come on over, I make this trade happen. You up, you up, you up for it, what do you think? And AD's like, hell yeah, dude, let's make this thing happen. I mean, he did that. Anthony Davis did that in the middle of this season. Yes. So He what, demanded a trade and said so, he wanted to go to the Lakers. I mean, he that's what he did. So, so I mean, what was the big deal? Who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, you, you can get into a whole thing about if you are on a certain, uh, if you're on a team under contract, that team is paying you, and you're talking to another team about playing with them. You are not, you you're almost in breach of contract because you're not, Why? you're not committing yourself to that team. You're, Who said? Whoa, hold on. Now you're now now I don't, I'm not sure about that. I don't know about that because that could I definitely be uh, it could be, but I don't think it's fair for someone to say uh, say I'm going to be a free agent next year. And it's before game. I've got all my prep. I'm ready to go. Guy comes up to me. He's like, "What do you think, man? You gonna come play with us next year?" And I'm like, "Yeah. You know what? I think I would like to. I think I think that'd be a lot of fun, dude. I definitely would. I'm, I'm I got it in my mind. You're you're one of the spots I want to hit. Technically, that would be tampering. What that conversation was. That's definitely. And then he goes out. Who's so so? You're telling me that he's that 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 little bit of time right there 
created a, a defect between him and his team now. That don't I you're a competitor, man. You're still out to win right now. So I don't think I don't think you can put that that's a hard statement to make without having any kind of proof that somebody's gonna do it. But but put yourself in a position where you are a teammate, you're under contract for five more years, right? Okay. And a guy on your team, a guy you rely on that's a big part of your team, whether you win or lose games, is supposed to be – is on your team, but before, during, after games is talking to somebody else about playing so, on their team. So you're saying – How do you feel about that? So if you're, you're saying pretend you're I'm Draymond Green? If you're a teammate, if you're a coach, if you're an owner, if you're paying, if you're paying this guy because you've made a contract with this guy that, that – you give me your goods and services, you're playing hard and, and committing yourself to my team, yeah. and I'm paying you for that, and you're, you are going to – You have every right to be talking to me and try to renegotiate with me too. You have every right to do the same thing that guy did. But you're already under contract with that team. Yeah, if you're not that, for next year. If you're that owner – I'm not you, allowed to think about my future. But if but if I'm not don't don't be the player right now. Be the okay. owner. Okay. You are paying this guy. You have yep. him under contract. Are you comfortable with him talking? Are you really comfortable? Are you feeling like you're getting everything out of him that you should be getting out of if him? If it's gotten to the point where I, I can tell if I'm getting everything out of him when I watch him on the field, on the court. That's how I, I feel like I can watch you on the court and I can tell if I'm getting everything out of you or Everybody not. takes plays off once in a while. Who's not to say he 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 dogged at that play? You know, or or he's or he's he's. You shoot, just said he's, everybody. He's shooting does. bad shots, right? But but it, it, then you're in that. If you do that, you take a bad shot. You take several bad shots in a game. You have a bad game, and your your teammates, your coach, your p- owner finds out that you were talking to to Kevin well, then Durant I'm, on the team. You know what team. I'm going to do? I'm going to stand up in front of everybody. And I'm going to say, if you have an issue, let's talk about it. Because I'm here for you guys. Next year is a different story. Next year, I don't know where I'm going to be, but everybody man up. You got a problem with me? I had a bad day today. We've all had a bad day. Be a man. Say it to my face. Let's hear it. And then everybody gets together. We talk. I say, look, I'm playing my ass off. I'm doing everything I can to help this team win this year. I want to win a championship this year. Next year, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't but, think there's but, anything wrong with that. But you're already thinking about where rather, everybody that's rather going than, into free agency is thinking about that. They're thinking about it, but you're not you're not allowed to discuss that with I know other you're teams. not allowed to. What I'm saying is what's the big deal? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Because I think you're gonna turn the rest of your team, the rest of your organization off. That, but it's already happening now. Look at this whole KD thing this year. Look, Draymond Green and KD get into it in the middle of the year. KD walks down, says, "That's why I'm not gonna play next year. That's why I'm not gonna be here." Whatever he said, whatever they he mouthed when he was walking down in there. the middle of an argument. Yeah, I'm ju- oh, that's fine. I don't care when it is, but, but he said it. So how come that? So the whole team's gonna feel that way now? Well, he's done. He's already made up his mind. He's gone. Maybe, I, I maybe he's that- already cashed in. He didn't cash in. KD played out of his mind in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't think it's fair to assume. But he, that's yeah. for if you're a player on the uh, on that team for you to assume that that guy is dogging it or doesn't care about your team anymore just because he's a free agent next year. I just think it has to be something that goes on in everybody's heads. If if you're it, specifically it already, talking, it already does. So why can't? So what's the big deal if you just make it legal? Let it happen. 
Uh, I think you're, you can't I, sign anything. You're not going to sign anything. You can't. Maybe I say you can't sign anything, or you can't come out and say if you come out and say I'm going to play for the Lakers next year. I think that should be a fine because now because now you're let that's that's letting things happen all over. But if you want to come that's out, what you're saying that's you you should be allowed to do that though. I think you should be allowed to talk to anybody you want. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, it, would make, it's, it would it's make tough. me very uncomfortable. It's tough. If I'm, if I'm a teammate, if I'm a coach, if I'm an owner, it would make me question that person. If you a were lot. a free agent next year and you're playing right now, let's say the season was going on right now and you're a free agent next year and you have a bad game and one of your players is like, this dude's thinking about this dude, all he can think about is playing with the Lakers. He don't even care about, he don't even care about us in Orlando anymore. How would you what what do you what, what would you say to that? Well, that would make you feel. I mean, you already yes, but there's a difference between if I'm if I'm actually if I'm actively talking to the Lakers if I'm if I'm if I'm going around telling people I'm going to play for the Lakers next year I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to be here next year I'm playing for the Lakers or I'm talking to it's, the Lakers man, saying, see, this, it's man so I can't t- wait I to come over saying. with you guys that's I think that's a way different yeah thing. because now I think about I mean think about a guy like AD. Who you know? Oh man, my ankle, dude! I can't play. You know, I got my, my doctor says my ankle's bum, man, and he's not playing because he doesn't want to get hurt for free agency or for next year. So you know, on that side of things, I see where you're coming from. I that there is it's it's a tough, it's a I mean obviously it's a fine line. They can't even figure out how to how to manage it right now. But I think there's got to, I don't know if there's a better way to figure it out. But yeah, I can see either. I could argue either side. I feel like I could argue either side of that. It's 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 a really weird thing, and I don't think there's a good, definite answer that's going to fix anything. That's that's the thing. Like even if you even if you allow guys to start talking to other teams as soon as their season is over or as soon as the finals are over, you likely are still going. If it's happening now, which is what they're investigating, if it's happening now already, it's probably going to happen before that new that new opportunity, you know, that new window where right. you're allowed to do it, you know? So I don't know. Um, it's not only that, but, but very quickly, there's a, uh, something that was going on that people, <laughs> people are talking about. Um, nobody knows if it's really true or not, but, uh, Kawhi Leonard's uncle is getting some, some run lately. Oh uncle, yes. Uncle Dennis, what, right? What uncle Dennis do today. Uncle Dennis. Um, apparently some people in NBA circles are saying, um, was was asking the Lakers and the Raptors for like these outlandish things as part of you know the possible a possible yeah. contract. Hey, that's what your Kawhi. agent does if you're gonna have that dude be your manager. He's, or is it his manager? I don't think he's anything. Yeah, I think no, he's, he's just something. His uncle. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think that's Kawhi's agent. I think that's Kawhi's. I think his uncle or it's his manager or something. He's. He is something in court. Like, if you want to talk to Kawhi, you have to go through his uncle. That's maybe you have to how go it works, Uncle Dennis. But you do. That, that's what uh, that because that's what Magic was talking about. He had such a good relationship with Kawhi's uncle. Okay, um, but either way, he's he's asking, allegedly asking for things that are illegal to ask for in a contract. I guess so. <laughs> um, but but with the idea that. I want to know. Do you have any idea what any of these things were? I don't know, like like jets and homes and stuff like that. I got you. But, um, but the idea is that these guys can, these guys are are trying to ask for these kinds of things as a way to circumvent, um, 
the cap, the, the, the cap. So in order to get more out of their contract, they get the max money plus these extra perks. Okay. Which right. aren't going to go against the salary cap. Sure. So it, so you can make it work out, but you're still getting a lot more. You, you know, basically you're you're bribing teams into signing this max deal because you're giving me actually more than the max than money. what the max money is. Right. So um, that's another that's just another part of the investigation that apparently they're going to start looking into. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on in the NBA, uh, or there's going to be over the next several weeks. It sounds like. Um, but what, let's talk about the biggest thing. Talk okay. about big money, right? Extra okay. money, money, uh, money that you're kind of maybe not owed, but uh, you know maybe is given to somebody for different reasons. Okay. Did you hear who Zion Williamson will? What shoes Zion Williamson will be wearing? I did. Okay, you did. Darn, this was going to be good. I was hoping you would say. I was hoping you say it would have to be Nike, right? Because they blew out his they blew out his groin or whatever. It have to be Nike, and I was going to tell you no. He'll have a no, Jordan. I, I he'll would, have a Jordan emblem. He will have a Jordan emblem. The the, the uh, Duke product joined Carolina Jordan's. Um, yep. I don't Line. know. Sta Line of stable people. of yeah, there you stable, go. stable of, athletes. of athletes. Yeah, the be right there with Ken Griffey Jr. and Derek Jeter and Russell Westbrook, Chris Carmelo Paul, Anthony, Carmelo and, Anthony. Yep, uh, guys that are uh, really not highly thought of right now. Carmelo yeah. Anthony, Chris Paul, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Mitch uh, Frankel is uh, Kawhi's uh, Kawhi's agent. I'm gonna figure out what Kawhi's uncle does. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, continue, continue, continue. Did you hear how much money he signed for? I did that. I did not hear. You didn't hear. Seventy-five million dollars, which is the richest rookie contract the Rick, for a shoe deal. The well, right now, I I thought I heard somewhere that a hundred hundred million dollars was the biggest shoe contract outside of LeBron. I thought I heard a hundred million dollars was the biggest, so he signed right up there with the biggest dogs in the NBA. Okay. So Seventy-five not, I, million dollar contract because LeBron's is—I mean, let's be honest—he's got his own brand in right. through Nike. So right. he—I mean, they—they they value his at like around a billion dollars or something like that. Sure, so, at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that'll be interesting. I mean, you know, everybody expects Zion Williamson to be a superstar for the next you know, 15 years or whatever. So if he is, congratulations to Jordan Brand. Um, you know, he'll have his, I, I don't know, I guess he'll never really, if, if you come up, because some guys have their own logos, kind of like LeBron and, mm -hmm. and a lot of guys yep. do. But when you're with Jordan Brand. Nope, no logo, bro. It's just uh, it's just the Jordan. Now, sometimes on the tongue or something, they'll do something. Like I had some mellows that were Jordan. But they and it had a, like a uh, an M, a weird looking M on the tongue. But no, I think CP3 has his own logo or whatever. But it's it's the shoe's going to be dominated by the by the Jordan logo, of course, um, which is fine. Either way, uh, hopefully that's a marriage that works out forever. Just as and, it's um, just an advisor. That's all Kawhi's uncle is. Just an advisor. For some reason, I thought he like hired him to be his agent or uncle, something crazy. Yeah, Uncle Dennis, just one of those, just part of the you know part of the crew um anyway speaking of the crew look if you uh if you're looking for a place to go with great people yeah, i agree to, to work out i'm always looking for that 
You go to training personally. That's where I go. That's where you go. That's where I go twice a year when I work out twice a year. Um, but listen, no matter your level of fitness, whether it's beginner, intermediate, advanced, if you like to be challenged and want the benefit of working with a personal trainer without the cost of a personal trainer, then training personally with Peggy Edwards is for you. Training personally is interval circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer, Peggy Edwards, at your pace, on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps your workouts safe, fresh, fun. Visit Training Personally on Facebook and at trainingpersonally.com. Now, are you are you good on are you good on Kawhi, Uncle I'm good. Dennis? I'm looking at Uncle Dennis Zion. right now. It's not what I thought Uncle What's Dennis look would like? look like. I thought he was gonna be kind of a goofy looking cat, but he's just uh, looks, he looks like, like a pretty regular. He just guy. looks like, you know, he he looks more like uh, Uncle Dave than Uncle Dennis. He's got the nice suit on in that one picture. Look, yeah, I even, mean, even Harry looks like an all right character right there. I mean, you know, standing next to Kawhi, chilling sure. with the, uh, you know, KL two. Sure. Um, you know what? Gun. I, 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 if you look, you know, if you know anything about Kawhi Leonard and his personality, you don't expect him to have some big goofball hanging around, right? I mean, uh, you just don't expect that. So I'm sure Uncle Dennis is probably a regular guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's not going to – Kawhi keeps a very quiet, small circle of people. He does. And that brings me to my next thing, uh, a piece of news that we heard just the other day. Let's that go. I'm very, very excited about. Tim Duncan oh, has joined yes. Greg Popovich's staff as an assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs. I've not – I don't know that I've ever been happier – about uh, a signing of an assistant coach on a basketball team than I was about about, about the greatest so bro, this, uh, the greatest bromance in the history of basketball Tim Duncan and Greg Popovich joining forces once again he's already the best assistant coach in the league uh, starting right now even though he has no coaching experience uh, but he is uh, very very close friends and. Um, uh, so respected. I don't know that anybody respects anybody more than Greg Popovich respects Tim Duncan. Brought him on. He's he's fully committed to the assistant coach position. He's going to be. He's not the first assistant. That's right. Becky Hammond. Yep. But he's going to start. And look, I if he wants to, I guarantee you, Tim Duncan can get a head coaching job probably in two years. But most of the time, this isn't normal, right? I mean, it's not normal for a superstar. To come down and coach, it's not normal. I mean, you see it here and there. Isaiah Thomas did it. Uh, you know, you got a guy like Patrick Ewing who was dying to get a chance to do it. Magic uh, Johnson, Larry did it. Bird, Jason Kidd, Larry Bird. But 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 that's you just we named what seven people. Mm -hmm. Take that out and Bill Russell. Bill Russell. <laughs> take that out. Take right. those guys out. Mm -hmm. How many coaches are in the NBA? Sam Cassell, Doc Nine? Rivers. Was Doc Rivers uh, a superstar? No, Doc Rivers was just an old Neither cat. Was Sam Cassell. They were both really good players. Good players, but, not, but yeah. not. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good players that become coaches, yeah. but superstars. No, I mean, there, doesn't, there there it some. doesn't happen. I think a lot. Jerry. I want to say Jerry West coached for a short time. Did he? I think. Um, but yeah, no. I, it's. But it does. It doesn't mean he's not going to look. He could end up being because Isaiah Thomas was a terrible. He was a hall. He's a Hall of Famer, terrible basketball coach. Magic Johnson, Hall of Famer, terrible basketball coach. I mean, there are guys that that were incredible players and bad basketball coaches. Just like there were guys that never played in the NBA that are good that are basketball, great coaches. basketball coaches. Brad exactly. Stevens uh, uh, in Miami. Uh, 
you know who I'm talking about in Miami, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Um, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of guys who, who didn't play at the professional level that are basketball geniuses. Yeah. And vice versa. Guys who were – Magic Johnson is about as smart a player that there ever was – and he just never was he never was good as a basketball coach. He just wasn't. Um so so did you hear what Pop said about Tim Duncan, about the hiring? This is this is my this I'm is as sure. classic a Greg Popovich line as you can get. This is Which what I've been searching for. I, I love then. Go ahead. The, Greg Popovich this is Greg Popovich. He says this in his press release. It's only fitting that after I loyally served for nineteen years as Tim Duncan's assistant that he returns the favor. <laughs> Very well said. The, uh, the old, the regular oh, dry humor of yes. Greg Popovich. So great. I uh, love it. Um, I love that. Those are two guys that I adore. Um, let's turn the table real quick and go to somebody that you adore. Yeah. A couple of things, a couple of little pieces of information that I picked up on social media in the last couple of weeks um, about your man, LeBron James. All right, let's hear it. I, there's there's a picture here. LeBron and Vince are the only Vince Carter are the only active remaining players from the 2004 2005 All Star Game. There's the the team, the picture of the team right here, of the 2000 from the 2004 5 All Star Game. Uh, that season, LeBron James averaged. So this is what his second year, probably in the league. Second what or was third it? Two thousand four, two thousand five. Yep. Well, he graduated in uh, in three in two thousand. That would have been his first year in the league. Was he? He was class of 03. Yeah. So, so that would have been his. So 04, second 05. Year. Second year. So 03, 04 was his first year in the in the um, in the NBA. 04, 05 would have been his second year. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. That season, LeBron James averaged 27. No, because he would have got he would have got drafted in April of 04, right? June of 0, June, June of 03. Of 0, Right after he graduated. Right after okay, he graduated. never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Either way, he's 18, 19 years old here, right? 19 probably. Probably. 27.2 points, 7.4 rebounds, 7.2 assists. This last season, LeBron was what, 35, 34, yeah. something like that, 35? 27.4 points, 8.5 rebounds, 8.3 assists. He, he got, uh, let's see, two-tenths of a point better he got uh, a, a whole entire rebound better, and he Hold got on. a whole wait, entire assist better. Wait, don't act like after 19 years that that's all he got better. No, no, like that's, that's it. That's, that's after 19 years you, of playing, you, you, he can you, still you, do that. You heard that wrong. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. That's I hope because you're like, he no, only a whole, got, like, he a got whole, a enti- whole entire point better. A whole better. entire – no, not a point – I mean, he only got – or a he whole entire rebound, two tenths more. of a point, but a whole entire rebound and a whole entire assist per game. That's very, very good when you're averaging seven or eight a game. Sure, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, I so just, I, I, I just make sure I, you're not being facetious I, against no, no, my no, man. No, 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 I was you know not. I mean, I don't want any, I'm I don't need any sarcasm. I'm legitimately saying me. this because I knew you would love it. <laughs> so anyway, you know what is that? Fifteen years later. He is as good or better, at least statistically, yeah. uh, as he was in his second year in the league. So I like this. I'm going to tell you this because this is a stat that I heard. It might be on on what you have, and I've never checked this. Okay. But I heard this the other day. So LeBron, for his career, averages 27.2, 7.4 boards, and 7.2 assists. In his entire, exactly in his entire career, he has never scored – 
24 points and had seven rebounds and seven assists in the same game. Wow, that's incredible. 15, 1,500 games, I think they said. Like 1,553 games. He averages 27.2, 7.4, 7.2. He's never in one game went 27, 7, and 7. That's it, very surprising. Yeah, how crazy wow. is that, right? That's very crazy. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a I think that's an insane stat. To Another me. Uh, for playing fifteen hundred and fifty three games. Yes, um, for the last at least probably four or five years, who is the guy that that people talk about as being the next best player, or some people say he's the best player in Kevin the NBA. Durant. Exactly. When defending each other over the last three seasons, and remember right. Kevin Durant is what, f- like four years younger than LeBron, something, something like, like that. that? Yeah. When defending each other over the last three seasons, so they're both in their 30s now, Kevin Durant has 68 points on 45% shooting against LeBron when LeBron guards him. Okay. Over the last three seasons. LeBron, 107 points. So uh, what's that? Thirty nine, thirty nine points better. Sixty one percent from the field. Look at that. That's just a dominating character, man. The guy's just a dominating force in the NBA. <laughs> and who's saying he's not still one of the top five players in the NBA? It's ridiculous. One more fun fact, kind of like it. Let's hear. Ca- kind of goes along, uh, like almost with what you said here. Uh, this is like really impressive to me. LeBron James has never led the league in field goal attempts but has led the league in field goals made five times. That I love that stat. That's one that's of my about, favorite that's, ones. That's shooting percentage. That's exactly. a shooting percentage That is stat, efficiency. Stat. That's offensive yes. efficiency. For a guy who has the ball in his hand all the time, that's efficient. Correct. Correct. Now, one last thing ba- for basketball, okay? Oh, I thought you were going to say one last thing bad about LeBron. No, no, no. Stats. Okay. I'm done you with LeBron. You can't find now. anything bad about I'm LeBron. Done with stats. It. Oh, it's all you good. You want me to get Okay, I can find some LeBron. Quick, stuff. quick, quick. What's the last anyway, thing you got? Last thing, um I just thought this was really neat. The um NBA highs among active players. So, can you name uh the among active players who has the highest point total in a game? Um, I'm going to go highest p- active players, active players. This happened. I want to say three years ago, two or three years ago. Huh? Young, Give me the number. Give young, me the number that 70. Ooh. Oh, is it, uh, like Kemba? No, you're probably on the right track though. I think you know who this is. Uh, who is it? Just tell me. Uh, Devin Booker. Oh, Devin Booker. That's uh, right. In Phoenix. The, I remember that. Celtics, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Right, yep. right. Okay. Rebounds in a game. Rebounds in a game. Oh boy, I'm gonna go. Um, let's go with something crazy like uh, Hassan Whiteside. That's a great guess, but it's not okay. Um, I'm only guessing one more person okay. because that's this is so difficult. Uh, big man playing a lot of minutes or media. Maybe I mean uh, it's got to be a big man. There's nobody else that's gonna do this. Uh, I'll go with uh, a guy. What's his name from? Uh, this is not gonna be right. But um, from Oklahoma City with the weird hair, it looks like um, Morrison. Oh, Stephen Adams? Stephen Adams. That is not correct. Kevin Love had 31 rebounds in a game. It had to be in Minnesota, right? 31 Was that in Minnesota? I, I think so, yeah. All right. Assists in a game. Uh, assists in a game. That can only be a, a few guys probably, right? I I'm going to go active leaders. I'm going to go Rondo. Exactly right. Exactly right. Steals in a game. Two guys have had 10 steals 
in a game among active players. I'm going to go off on this one, and I'm going to say James Harden. Uh, and? Did I get one right? No, oh. that's not correct. <laughs> but there are two guys that are tied. For How me. about Chris Paul? No. So did you know that James Harden like led the league in steals last year? Yeah. For a guy who doesn't play any defense? Close. Did we already? Did I already say we already talked about this before? He, he was for a guy close. that never plays defense, he was like good. third, I want to say. All right, so anyway, who was this? Uh, Lou Williams, a guy that you think of – Big-time score, right? Yep. Sixth man yep. of the year. And uh, one of your favorite players, Draymond Green. Oh, tool bag. All right, next. <laughs> blocks in a game. Two guys have had 12 blocks in a game. One of them is a guy that you guessed for an answer Hassan earlier. Whiteside. That's I one. would believe that. That dude's a block machine. And the other one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anthony Davis, that dude's a blocking machine. The other one uh, was is a former Shaqton a full MVP. Oh, yes. Former or the biggest one, JaVel yes. McGee. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. Good for you, JaVel. You got something good for you. Turnovers in a game is 12. LeBron. And... No. Uh, it's got to be someone with the ball. High Russell usage. Westbrook. You're uh, on the right track. It's James not Harden. Exactly. It's right. James Harden. Three-pointers made in a game. Steph. Or is it Clay? That, that would be every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be everybody's first two guesses, and you got it on the second one. Clay had fourteen three pointers made in the game. Now, how about let's let's do the easiest one: most three pointers made in their career. Active uh, that's, leaders. That's Steph. That's nobody's easy. nobody's anywhere close to that. Two thousand four hundred eighty-three. Most triple doubles. That's easy. Uh, that's going to go with Russell Westbrook. Thank you. And most games played might be a little tricky, but. There's a guy Wait in his forties. Yeah, but LeBron with all his playoff games is gets gotta be LeBron. It is not LeBron James. Even with all his playoff games, is then it's then it's uh uh Vince Carter? Yes. Okay. Very good. Because Vince good. Carter played in a lot of playoffs. I mean he played in a lot of playoff series. No. He did, and he's forty one years old. I mean he's gotta be dude, I'm telling you, LeBron's gotta be close to that. He's oh, played sure like he three seasons of playoff games. I'm sure he, he's probably second. He's yeah. probably second in he's games played. Be. He's like the second oldest guy in the NBA now, isn't he? Yeah. No, he's. I bet he's up. Yeah. There. No, he is up there. I, I did see something recently that yeah. he's one of the. Yeah, he's one of the oldest there. cats out there. All right. So you did very well. I, I was impressed. So I got a question for you. We've talked enough NBA today, right? We did. Let's let's well. let's well not for you. <laughs> let's for for in the middle of baseball season, right. and that's the only season going on right now, because <laughs> uh, we're not getting into base. Well, we'll get into baseball here in a minute, but I want to ask you, you. You were telling me that you had a first happen to you uh, over, over, I don't know, was it over the weekend? Was it this week? When 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 was it? It was about a week and a half ago. Right when you were in the middle of your flu. Right when I started it. Okay. The uh, pneumonia. Um, so, well, yes. Did you have a touch of the pneumonia or was it full-out pneumonia? I'm, I'm guessing it was just a touch because I imagine pneumonia being worse than this because, honestly, it wasn't. It so, didn't... you had a touch of the walking pneumonia. Where you could you could function. I could, I could walk. Yeah, you could walk. I could and walk And then you fine. get full out pneumonia where you're in a hospital bed and you're locked down. Yeah, dude. no, no, no. I wasn't. There was no risk of dying or anything. You just like got a touch. You just yeah, got a little touch. You just right. got a little touch. Right. So, but I, I was a little under the weather when I went in for my very first eye exam, my op, my first optometrist how, appointment. How old are you? I'm 37 years old. 37. You've never been to the eye doctor? No. Have you had eye insurance your whole life uh yeah probably yeah just about how have you never been to the eye doctor i've never needed it that's what you think 
How do you know if you never needed it? Because I can see fine. How do you know you can see fine? You might think you see fine until you go to the eye doctor and they're like, oh, bruh, man, how are you even driving? No, you know if it's that bad. If you can't, if Dude, things are blurry, you can't see, you can't read. You don't know if like they're blurry. You, it might just be, you might just think you're too far away. Like, oh, man, nobody can read that. I'm just too far away. No. Okay. I think you know if you need, if you need right. to go to get right. your eyes checked. Right. I got you. I got you. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to find something for you. Uh, I'll figure it out in a minute. Okay, go ahead. So, so, so tell me what happened in your first eye exam. Did they, they, they drop some yellow drops in your eyes? Dilate them they a little drop bit. Drop some drops, which I don't. I if I've ever had eye drops done, it's it was probably with maybe like some pink eye when I was a kid or something like that. So I farted on your pillow. I don't remember. So yeah, exactly. Joey probably farted. Probably on your pillow. most likely. Um, and and so I got pink. I actually got pink eye several times as a kid. Yeah. Um, for some reason. But yeah, anyway, you hang out with other kids that got it. Sure. Yeah, and you. Ru- I'm I'm a big I'm a big believer. Instead of shaking hands, I rub eyeballs. That's how with I people. do it. I like to get as close as I possibly can. I just rub you rub eyeballs. You got It's a weird angle and stuff. Well, you know, you, it's weird. It's like when you cough or something. You know, if you blink the right way, that 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 salivation that comes off the eyebrow and off the, shoot, not the eyebrow but the eyelid, man, that thing can fly. Shoot that eye juice with the with the right flick of the eye. You could flick it up in the air and get a little height on it, a little forty-five degree angle. Boom! I might be able to get about six feet. Eye gleek. with my oh, eye gleek. Oh, yeah, that? it's good. I like that. <laughs> you do it on the back of people's necks in church Ugh. and stuff like that. Eye gleek on the back of people's necks in church. <laughs> now you're starting to sound dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, they did. They put some some drops in my eyes, yeah. and that was horrible. That was terrible. I did not like it at all. Don't. Don't drop drops in my eyeballs. I just right, well, they gotta to dilate it. them so they can check right. you out. All right. So did how did that. you do? How did you do? What'd you come out at? I, I they everything. He said the eyeballs are very healthy. I even paid extra for this like special test that they look at the back of your eyeballs or something like that. What do you need the back of your eyeball for? I don't know, but I didn't know. I'm like, I I guess. I mean, he what totally if I have... talked you into that? Sure, one. they did. I felt like it was like, you your know, your eyeball like the... is extremely healthy, sir. Can I look at the back just in case that's not <laughs> Well, you mean the part that doesn't ever look at anything? That's just sitting back there in some it, goop it, in my brain? You need... <laughs> I don't need that looked at. Nothing happens it's to just, it except just, it moves a little to the left or it moves a little to the right. Marinating it's marinating back there. <laughs> it's always covered and it's it's red. Everything else is white. Just look at the white part. It's just, just that's back, been bleached by the sun. It's just back there in some brain juice, huh? Some brain so, juice. That's how it floats in. But look, they they said they were like, you know, there's this extra little test we can do. It's like we can look at the back of your eyeballs or whatever and make sure everything's healthy back there or whatever. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't know any better. Yeah, it's my first time. You don't you know, know, man. Hey, you might be, have some kind of like rear eye glaucoma or exactly. something. You that's, might have to start smoking dope. That's what I'm thinking. If I go to this eye, if I go to this eye exam and and everything looks fine, and then I find out a year later I have some sort of you know eyeball cancer or something like that, the rear the rear I could have known about the it. rear view. Rear view, I, I I I they hooked me up to the rear view mirror of the so eyeball. How was the thing. rear view eyeball? It was it was great. It Imagine looks great. That. Everything's Imagine healthy. Imagine that. Everything's healthy. How they see it? What they do? X-ray your brain or something? Come it was from, no. Did they come like from a, behind to look at it? Did they like make you back up to the scope and look shot. through your dome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the same machine. They checked the front of your eyes. I just had to turn around and yeah, press the back I mean. of my head yeah. against it. Yeah. <laughs> they just hit the they just hit the backwards and they just flipped that thing around. You know. No, it was a separate machine where I looked into it, and it's—I don't know—it it, there was like this. I'll tell you what it was. Tell me, is 
there's like so you see like this this um what color was it? It was like a blue circle or something like that. Okay. And you had to like you had to position your head or your eyeballs in these in these spectacles where and you had to do it just for at the right pressure time out, against time your out. head. I need a time I need a timeout. Okay. You had to you had to position your head in what? I don't some some sort of. Did you just of, call them spectacles? It wasn't spectacles. <laughs> it was it was like what is, it was like these. That's things like that, what my what my great 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 grandpa <laughs> called his glasses. I'm, Excuse look. me, Michael. Can you please pass me my spectacles? Well, <laughs> the heck is that? The end result right, is they end result, suggested end result. I get some spectacles, but on this uh, exam, yeah. On this exam, it was you had to like press your head, forehead against the thing, and have your eyes at just the right, you know, like just the right distance from this thing, where you had to make the the little circle turn green. But there was like a very small margin for error, so like if you were like or just a little bit too close, it turned like red. But so you had to like try and like balance in between they couldn't just like lock your head into some and then move it back and forth <laughs> i don't know you sounds, had to use I, your head back I had and to forth? have some sort of dude, like man. special skill they i, mean, just, if I, I had, think they were just having fun with you it might maybe <laughs> this dude had a little this dude had a little switch he was like he's getting close getting close if red you, if you've got the if you've got close, the shakes oh, you got green no nope, blue this test, man no nope, blue oh back in there green red yeah <laughs> green yeah. blue yeah she just, she just had a little button playing she's like all right i'm done i'm just gonna make it green <laughs> oh man, the so back anyway, of your eyeballs are phenomenal. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, I pay for this extra test or whatever. It's an extra thirty-five bucks or Holy something like that. Holy cow! I know she's going to lunch on you. It was <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I get I get it all done. I do all the tests and everything. They blow the puffs of air in your eyeballs. Yeah, That's yeah, really weird. Yeah. You know, you can tell me all day long. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. As soon as you give me that puff, I'm I'm. Yeah, I'm jumping a little bit. Yeah, I'm jumping. I'm closing my eyeballs. Uh, so then, <laughs> so anyway, I go through the whole thing. He's like, "Listen," he's like, "Okay." The doctor comes in. He's like, "Okay, you know, your eyeballs the are doctor healthy." Doctor didn't do all these checks. He did. He did, he came in. No, like I, some of that stuff was done by whatever the nurse or whatever. There's no the nurse doctor, in an eyeball spot, man. Yeah, is there? Sure. I've never been to an eye doctor that had a nurse. The eye doctor was always the dude that checked me out. I don't know. I mean, Man, that must be a pretty special dude. He's got a nurse. I There were a few people working for him. They have scrubs on? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's a, That sounds like a nurse to me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, an eyeball nurse. But anyway, so the doctor comes in and he does his little test or whatever and then tells me, okay, everything looks good. Uh, but you, you know, you're a little farsighted, which is, exa- is exactly what I thought I was. Um you know, and he said, and then he said something like, but, but like real far things you have a little trouble with or something too, or something. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, if it gets far enough away, I guess everybody. So I was a little confused about that. So but anyway. you can't read anymore. You can't read your hand. You no, can't read when I, you write. I can, I can read fine. Sometimes. Don't start does. using cheaters, dude. As soon as you start using them, you're going to need them forever. That's what, that's what I was. That's what I'm a little afraid of too, is. But there's I, nothing, heard, there's nothing, there's nothing more attractive than than a than a grown man with a pair of little tiny glasses on his nose (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what I was thinking about is, is, you know, everybody's like, man, just go to Walgreens or whatever and get, get some. Get you some cheers. Yeah. You're good. It, it, but I don't know what to get. Like, I didn't get, I, like, they didn't they got tell like me. A, they got like, oh, they didn't give you a number when you were there? No, there's no They didn't no tell number. you to go get ones or twos or none no, of that? No, 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 no. Oh, man, you just need to go to Sam's Club and get that pack that's got like a one, two, three, four, and a five. <laughs> so I can throw four of them away? No, you keep them because you're going to need them. You're, you're 37 okay. years old. You can't see up close. You're going to Every five years, you're going to need to boop, 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 the new boop. It up a little bit. All right, I need to bump that right. bad boy up. I don't know. Like the doctor walked me out. He's like, "Yeah, those three sections over there. Just start looking around." And then the other thing was, so I was feeling bad the whole time because I like I was feeling sick. Yeah. Then I went through all these different tests and everything, and then the doctor gave you pneumonia. The doc? No, I had it. Before. I had it when I went in there. All right. But anyway, um, they couldn't do it. They couldn't ring me up for my co- for my co. Uh, <laughs> thing or whatever anyway natty nat running um, around in uh, here <laughs> get him with my chopsticks i see you uh, mr miyagi yeah so <laughs> they couldn't ring me up they couldn't they couldn't sell me any glasses because their system their whole computer system was down so they couldn't do anything anyway so actually i felt very thankful for that because i'm the type of guy if you want to sell me oh, something dude you're buying you can walk you all over me son you would have had contacts you could have given me contacts, which were just little pieces of glass that you chipped off of something. Man, I, I would have no idea. I almost put glass in my eye. I thought it was a contact. Oh, gosh, that's scary. Um, or or you could have sold me a $300 pair of glasses and told me, you, these are the ones you have to have or your eyes are going to be messed up. Yeah. You know, and I would have been, oh, well, I guess I don't have a choice then. Huh? Uh, yeah. You know, so. You'd be walking out with some pink starry glasses or something with <laughs> some goodness, glitter on them. Some, some Elton John specials yeah. from the Elton John collection, but I did not. I was I was very... <laughs> from the Elton John collection. I was I want to go, if, if there is any eye doctor out there, I will leave the eye doctor I go to every year. You're going to Dr. Go, John? I will go to you if you carry in stock the Elton John selection, collection. <laughs> I, I definitely want, I want some prescription... Elton John collection sunglasses. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't I I didn't see any Eltons there, but anyway, I was thankful that I wasn't that I wasn't gonna feel pressured into buying anything right at that moment. Like I said, I was feeling bad anyway, so I wanted to get out of there. It was also raining cats and dogs outside. Are you, so are you gonna go back? You gonna go get some? You gonna? Or pro- are you just gonna go get some cheaters? I probably will go back. You should call them. Just call them and be like, yo. What's the number I need? Yo, I didn't get my number. Yeah, what's my number, dog? That's what I would do. I, maybe. I like to make I, fun of people. I got a guy at work. I got a guy at work. I always tell him. I always ask him if that if the newspaper's scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh man. He comes in. That's rough. He'll come in and he'll have a he'll have a ticket in his hand for at work and he'll put that thing right up against his nose and I'll be like Man, what is that scratch and sniff? <laughs> what, flavor, what flavor you got on there? <laughs> Gives me a little eye roll. Someday. Someday, son. <laughs> there, I work with a guy like that, too. I mean, he's only like 44 or something like that. Yeah, he, he does it all. He's got to look way close up, up. Cracks me up. Anyway, that was my story. I, I went to the eye doctor for the first time ever, and I might be getting some glasses at some point. Maybe I'll sport them on here. Maybe I won't. But uh, I don't. I still don't feel like I need them now. You know, like I can read this. I can read that. I can read what I need to read. If it's real small or like some. Sometimes it just takes my my eyes an extra second to adjust 
to uh-huh. something, you know. Yeah, that, that means when you I, need when them. I go, it means you yeah, need probably. Them. Yeah, what happens when you got a ball and you're about to throw up a three? Your eyes just need to adjust just for that little extra I second. I'm telling you, fine. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's up close. I don't know. It's up close. I've been here, let me tell you, lately, I'm not the way getting you've close been playing, to the rim. The way you've been playing lately, I don't know. I haven't uh, been playing lately. I missed the last two weeks because I can't breathe. That's right. Plus, you got a foot issue. I do. I do have a footage. I, hopefully, I've gotten enough rest now where that's going to be okay. I can, because I'm at the end. I'm at the. I'm at the last uh, week or two of the regular season and the two leagues that I play in. Then we have the playoffs. The one league, only the top like eight teams get in, and my team is not one of the top eight teams. So, not going to get in that one. But uh, the other one, automatic bid for everybody. What kind of league, man? What league are you in? It's got more than eight teams. We've got ten, I think. I think we've wow. got ten wow. or maybe twelve. Is it 12? It's 10 or 12 in a three-on-three league that I play in. That's a good time. It's a great league. It's it's too it's, – I don't belong in it anymore. When I was 22, 23 years old and I started playing in that league, I could hang anymore, man. That Everybody in that league is now in their early to mid-20s, and they all played at least high school and some college basketball, and I'm – I am ten falling behind. At least ten years older than everybody, and I'm than everybody, 10, you're the oldest guy in the league. I am probably, honestly, I am probably my friend that runs the league still plays with us, and he's fifty three or something like that. And y'all on the same team? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Oh yeah, y'all, we're a slow yeah, team. Yeah. We're a real slow. Is team, it half okay? court or it's half court? Okay, three okay. on three, half court. So it's like the big three. So you're like in the big three. Only your team is like the ones that are in actually in the big three. Just a bunch <laughs> of old cats. Yes, man. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't have a great team, but I but it's it it's it's a league that I love because I play with my friends. You know, I got the you. other league I like I, I my brothers on my team in this league, but it's it's a drafted you're drafted into the team into the league every year, so you don't know most of the same guys are in the league every year, so you know most of the guys, but they're not like I got a team together with my friends to play in this three on three league. So that's even though we don't win very many games, yeah. I love it. Appreciate appreciate the uh appreciate the invite to that friend team <laughs> that I didn't it's get an a, invite it's, to. It's, I, man, yeah, I get play to play with your friends, man. I, I play with one good. of your friends growing up, Jared uh, Johnson. There you go. There you go. Well he's if you're one of the oldest and you're thirty seven, he's think, gotta be one you might have the three oldest people on a team. You know what? I think I'm in the league. I, I'm I'm in the I'm one of the top five oldest players in the league now. Wow, that's impressive, man! Yep. It's a young man's game. Yep, young man's game. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, what do we got next here, Adam Schmidt? We have not started talking, so we have one week left in the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We do. We got we got one week before the deadline's up, uh, the thirty first. It's actually less than a week. Uh, or no, I think it's exactly a week. It yeah, we're exactly we're a week away. Uh, which, by the way, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We'll be out one member next week. I will be in Mexico, so stay tuned on if uh, on on who Adam's co-host is going to be, or if he's going to go it by himself again, or uh, who knows. We'll find out. I'm I'm interested to I'm find not out. I'm going to torture people again. I'm going to find somebody. I'll find somebody to. to I thought to it was good. I thought it was good before. Maybe we can. But you, yeah, we'll still find somebody. Anyway, I'm uh, not doing another solo one until you do a solo one. Uh, there's no chance that I can do. Listen. I can't do a solo one because you're the guy who has this, has the all the research and does all the research and looks everything up and has all the stuff in front of you and knows like isn't just you know spouting off. Me, I'm the guy next to you that I we just kind of beat no, off no, each no. other, right? If I don't have somebody I can beat something off of, it doesn't work. We have the same research. Mine is just on here. Yours is, but yours is right here. 
Yours is in. You know the article you sent me that I was supposed to read. Yours, didn't read it. Your, but yours <laughs> is in the dome. You I got you. you you listen to to uh, sports talk radio. You watch yeah. you watch television. You watch you know ESPN and all the all the different shows and stuff. You get all the same information that I do. I have to write it down because I can't remember a thing. You have it all up here. You can you could talk intelligently no about anything mm. for an hour hour and a half as long as you want to go. Anyway. Next week, Disagree. something is going to happen. Disagree. Something is going anyway. To, I'm excited though because happen. I'm now I'm being told now that I will have Wi-Fi in Mexico, so I'll oh. be able to pop on the uh, I'll be able to pop on the the Facebook. So you're going to call and, and do the show then, huh? I have Wi-Fi, not 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 uh you know not uh what do you call it? You don't want me. You don't want me at 10:30 at night at an all-inclusive <laughs> to call in. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right now. All right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll make sure we. Make sure we keep that it, might be uh, the first episode that we have to put on the explicit, <laughs> <laughs> the explicit language uh, tab. It is a family show for all families that are awake at 1130. Yeah, no, but it's it's a podcast. It's it's <laughs> right. made. This was made for a podcast. It wasn't Correct. made for YouTube or made for Facebook Live. Adam just made us put it on Facebook Live. Exactly. <laughs> and, and look, look what we did. We got like two extra people to listen to <laughs> it. We did. Congratulations to us. Oh, goodness. Anyway, besides the fact, uh, so let's get into to Major League Baseball because we're getting into the end. There hasn't been a ton of moves made yet. You know you always look into what's going to be at the end. We are Cincinnati-based. We love the Reds. If if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook Live, you know, we got Cincinnati stuff all around. We are um, big Reds fans. And, you know, the, one of the biggest topics was are the Reds going to make a move? And I think the Reds have finally made it pretty clear that they're just not buyers or sellers. They're just going to kind of hold this thing out. If they can win two out of three, two out of three, two out of three, two out of three for the next three, four series, they might work themselves back into it, into the uh, into it, into the uh, playoff Wild race again. I don't maybe. know. But, but they are no longer in last place in the Central, so that's a good thing. But at the same time, it's just not looking good. But they're very happy with their team. I think they want to keep keep it. But the thing is, is you got a lot of guys on this team that have one year contracts left. Yes, you do. Those are the guys that if you just let them go next year at the end of the year, you're keeping them on because you think you're going to make the playoffs or something this year, and you're keeping them on. Uh, is it going to be worth giving your younger talent? Um, you know, a little, a little jolt, you know, maybe you don't end, you, you have a better year than last year, but you're not going to make it in the, to the playoffs. Right. I mean, right. you almost, you're probably in like a, a, a single digit percent chance of making the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. So is it worth just getting rid of those guys leaving for nothing at the end of the year next year or at the end of the year this year, just so your younger guys get a little bit better feeling than they did last year? Well, you get, I guess, when you lose a free agent, you do get some sort of compensatory draft pick, correct? You do. It's like in the whatever, right? Sixteenth round, or right. I think it's the, a sixth round. I think it's a rounds, sixth. Right. Yeah. There's so, well, there are actually. You're right. There's multiple. It depends on it depends on who you lose and where they stack up, and you know how much money they end up making. Things like that depends on where your pick comes in. Major League Baseball. We've already talked about their draft being the absolute craziest draft, and pointless thing that has ever been done in a sport yeah um now i i see two guys i think i see two guys on this reds team whose whose uh contract expires at the end of this year that i think it would make sense for them to move though one 
is Yasiel Puig. I think that's the easy one. Yeah, definitely. Just because he's red hot, he's been one of the best hitters in baseball for a month, month I, and a half. Listen, I love Yasiel Puig. I think that guy is a firecracker. I think that's a guy that they, they're keeping around because they just want that energy. Yeah. And is it worth having that energy for a year when you could get some 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 more young talent to move in with this young talent that we already have? Yes, and and, and I'm we talked about Yasiel Puig a bunch of times. I, I I'm not crazy about the way he acts sometimes, but this he, year there is no yes, including some some of the things he's done this year. But the fights he has besides the fights, right. this dude is. Hustled right. bar none harder than anyone on this team. That's what I'm trying to say is there has been no – nobody's played harder than Yasiel Puig. He's, he keeps keeps stretching singles into doubles and, yeah. and going first to third and scoring on, you know, running through stop signs sometimes. And, yeah. you know, that's going to bite him. So, and that's, but that's one of those I, things. But, but so far – that has has really made him really exciting, and he's and it's worked out in almost every case this year for him. Right, and so he's he has been really fun to watch because he's played really well. He you know he's doing these things and it's working out. But for you know so yes, and he's a fan favorite and everything. But people get too too locked into that. It doesn't his his contract, the money that he's going to command next season. The Reds are probably not going to bring him back or going to be able to bring him back. So why not ride this hot streak? He, it, you know, there are a bunch of teams right now that could use a right-handed bat. You know that that need a little power in their lineup, or you know, one of their regular outfielders is hurt right now. He's going to be out for the next month, and they are trying to make a playoff push, and they need another bat in their lineup, a guy who can go out and play a little right field or wherever. He can probably play any of the outfield positions, really. Sure, if you really need him to. There are a bunch of teams who who could use a, a bat like Puig's, especially the way he's playing right now, and there's no reason that the Reds shouldn't be able to pull some kind of some kind of prospect or a couple of prospects or something look you're not going to get any team's top prospect or top two or three no it's not going to sell Puig well you depending on how depending on where that team is if there's a team out there that is in dire needs of an outfielder at this moment in time with some power who's hot and they are that guy away from what they think is winning a world series there is a chance that you could get a top prospect for somebody like that. Maybe, maybe. Um it happens all the time. It's going to be it's going to be tough to find somebody that is you know has that exact scenario, but you know there was I, I there were six teams that I saw uh searching for, you know, possible suitors for Yasiel Puig, mm-hmm. you know, written by by baseball writers, baseball insiders um that have that have talked about this, the Indians, Rays, Oakland A's, Cardinals, Phillies, and Yankees are all teams that I've heard that could be in the market for Yasiel Puig or that he might fit into what they need. Okay. I honestly see – I could see him being an Oakland athletic. I, For whatever reason, I, I just feel like – Is that a – is that – man, I don't – Maybe I'm maybe I'm going too Is that too a Billy Bean type guy? Personality. It's – that's not a. That's not even a Billy Bean type move. When but has they, Billy Bean? I mean, they've brought they, guys in at the trade deadline. They do that, though, but yeah. but they have. But has it ever been a guy like Puig, uh, uh, a demonstrative, you know, 
crazy kind of guy like that. It's usually a glue guy that they bring in at a trade deadline uh, more than it is. And maybe Puig's a glue guy. I don't know. But, you know, they, they say that he really commands the locker room in there and people are really, you know, are uh, love playing with him. So, I don't know. I, I just doesn't seem like – there's something there's something that sticks out uh, about the A's to me. I don't know, but I, you know, there those other teams are the the Phillies are another one where um, they brought in Jay Bruce to deal with the Andrew McCutcheon injury. Jay Bruce is hurt now. They need somebody and else. Bruce to was that. hot, so they do. Right. They need another right fielder to come in there and step in. I I feel like that is closer to a to a better fit for him uh, than maybe where where he would be elsewhere. Yeah. In and, in Oakland. There any anyway, there are a number of teams that, you know, are going to be looking for for some pop from the right side uh of the plate and Yasiel Puig can can provide that is if he continues to say to stay consistent like he's been for the last month and a half, then he's going to really help a a team, you know, make a big playoff push. Besides him, the other guy that stands out to me is Tanner Roark. Oh, that see, I was gonna say that was gonna be my. I think that's a guy. I don't know what you're gonna get for Tanner Roark, although he's been throwing the ball terrific lately. Um, I think he would be. You got a few of them, Alex Wood, but you don't know. Okay, what he is he's yet. gonna get a start, but he's not gonna get a start probably until next Sunday. Yeah. So if you're gonna get rid, if Alex Wood's gonna be involved, it's not gonna be until after he gets a start or two under his belt, which means he then becomes one of those waiver trades which I still don't understand how that works. You have to clear waivers, and then if you don't clear waivers, then if you don't clear waivers, I believe the team that puts you on waivers has the opportunity to bring you back, but then they can't do it again. If you clear waivers, then you can be traded. Yeah, and you have like 10 days to make or 7 days or 10 days or something to make right. a trade or something like that, right? It's crazy. It's, baseball's so weird with their <laughs> rules. Um, but besides that, there's other guys out there. Uh, so Jeanette signed uh, his deal. Uh, Puig, we said. David Hernandez. That guy sucks. He's not going anywhere. Who else? <laughs> He's the, been there's really... one other one uh, that I was looking at. Oh, no. The other one was, that they had on here was Iglesias, and we re-signed him. So, I mean, that's basically it. You got three guys. It's Alex Wood, Tanner Roark, and Yasiel Puig, which brings you down to two guys because it's not going to be, not gonna be Alex, Wood. Alex Wood. So you got two pieces. Are those two pieces really going to blow this team up, especially if a guy like Alex Wood's coming back and um, what was the guy's name who pitched today? Um, starts with an S. Help me out here. Oh, Lucas Sims? Yeah, Lucas Sims pitched today, and, and he's he's pitching pretty well. So if you lose a row arc, is your season really screwed up or anything? And you have a guy, Philip Irvin, who's not getting enough playing time right now. This guy should be playing every day. He he wasn't playing today, and um, Nick Senzel goes out with dizziness or whatever happened to him, some kind of illness. He comes to first base for him, and then comes up and hits a, uh, a gets a single and a double later on in the game. The guy is hitting like four. Can't remember what it is. It's it's four it's something. Yeah, it's crazy, and he's not playing every day. Tell me how that makes any sense at all. So. Uh, Puig or Roark doesn't hurt the Reds. I don't think it hurts the Reds at all. I don't either. 
I don't either. I mean, even this year. I mean, even talking about this year, if they're they're not going to make that push, I know that's just no. me wanting. You want them to make a push. I'd love to see them rattle off ten straight wins and be you know three games, four games out at that point from you know you know jumping into third place in the National League Central. But it's not going to happen. But I'd love to see it. But it, even if you made those two moves, that it, it's I don't think that if, maybe it affects the morale of the team. But it doesn't affect this team. They have guys coming into spots. They have guys they can put into those spots. There are a bunch of guys. I mean, you have Jose Peraza, who's actually hitting the ball pretty well now, who's not playing every day because Jose Iglesias is incredible. And Scooter Jeanette is back, who's been terrible, actually, since he's been back. But he's still going to split time. You have Dietrich. Oh, that's one. Jose Iglesias is a free agent next Jose year. Jose Iglesias is I'm a free sorry. agent. Yes, yes. And I, I'll tell you what, I really hope the Reds resign him. I even if he doesn't hit the way, even if he hits the way he did in Detroit, which wasn't very well, he's as good a defensive shortstop as there is in the whole. Yeah, but that takes league. away the whole thing of Peraza coming up and being this. You know, you you bred Peraza for the last three years. You, yeah. you know, did you waste those three years now? But Scooter Jeanette, his contract is up after this year. I'm pretty sure. I, I thought they, I thought they gave him some money. I think for oh a they year. signed him to one for year oh so right. he's so, so he's a free agent so next year Para, you know Jeanette's not going years. anywhere though because of his injury issues that he's had and he well not not traded no but I mean after this season I'm I'm thinking about next season you know trying to Peraza goes to second if yeah so you let Jeanette just go off into space for nothing you just sign him to a one year ten million almost ten million dollars look. Last season, I was like, "You gotta re-sign this guy. I think he's awesome because he was." A he didn't get to play this year. He's still not a hundred percent right now. Maybe not, but he's you know he's back. He's been back what three weeks or something like that now, and he hasn't hit yet. And sure, maybe it's going to take the rest of the year, and maybe he comes back. Maybe he's horrible the rest of this year. Maybe he comes back next year and is an All Star again. I don't know, but it's. You know, we're kind of in the what have you done for me lately thing. And, it's yep. you know, it's right now he's not good. And, and you're better off with Peraza out there and with Iglesias out there. But Jeanette is going to get some starts because his last two years were awesome. He was really, really good. So, anyway, but you, you just have guys, you know, you have that good problem, for lack of a better term, where you right. have guys that are that have played well and that are deserving of playing time, but there aren't enough spots. So I agree with you that if if they trade a Puig, if they trade a Tanner Roark, you're not going to hurt yourself really for this year or for next year. So especially because those are the one-year guys, I don't think they're planning on bringing Tanner Roark back either way, I don't think. Um, but he's a guy, he's a guy that can make, like for the Houston Astros, they're looking for a fourth starter. They have three, two really good and three pretty good starters, but they're looking for that fourth starter that is going to, you know, help them win another extra game a week. So speaking of that, so you got a guy that you just signed in, in Sonny Gray. Yep. You have a guy who is dominant as all get out in Luis Castilla. Are those guys untouchable? All right, who's on? Who on this team is untouchable? To me, yeah. If you're if you're trying to maintain what you started building this season, which was a lot better than last season and the five seasons before that, you're going in the right direction by signing Sonny Gray, who's been awesome. Castillo's been even better. You have those top two guys. You have your two top guys there, 
And then you have a few other guys who you can. Disco's been pitching great lately. You got you, guy right, right. And, and if you get some consistency from him, and if Tyler Malley figures it out and gets consistent, you know he's been really good at times this year. You know where we've seen him like, okay, now this is a guy who can be a third or fourth or fifth guy that you feel really good about. You have some options there where you know what Tanner Roark's probably a better option at, at in that third spot or whatever than these, than those other guys, but. If you're not going to be able to sign him next season, then just like Puig, look look what the market you know just start making phone calls. Look, hey, you guys, you guys need some help. Yeah. What can I? You what know? can I? What can I do for you? But who who's untouchable? It's Castillo. Castillo is untouchable. Um, I mean, I think if you get the right thing, if you get somebody, somebody's going to give you the right amount of prospects and maybe some guys that are right on the verge and they're right there uh, in AAA that are just that are that are doing very well and they're on the verge of making a team. Why, why not look at some things you might be able to get for a guy like Sonny Gray? I don't think Sonny Gray is untouchable. But I, I think you have to bring back pitching then because if you get rid of Sonny Gray, then I you, agree with that. Then you have no, no, basically I, four yeah, sure. question marks going yeah, into next I agree. Year. I definitely agree right. with that. Vado's untouchable because nobody wants his contract. Right. Um, Suarez, so I, to me, Suarez is untouchable. I don't. I'm yeah, not trading Suarez. You committed this, that money to him. Suarez is the heart of this team. Yes, he's, he's the heart of this team right now. The best player right now, for sure. I would say yes. Um, you know, Rosario Iglesias. Nobody wants him. He's making too much money. Um, I I was screaming from the mountaintops for the last two years to trade that guy at the deadline. That would have been so great. And it did never happen. And he was arbitrate. He would have been arbitration eligible too. So, and they didn't even have to pay him what they paid him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, so yeah, but but I mean, everybody else, Tucker Barnhart, I'm good. You want him, take him. Nobody wants him, but you know, Tanner Roark. Um, I don't know. It's I don't think I think there's only a couple guys on this team that are untouchable, and to me, it's Vado because nobody wants him. But yeah, it's, it's not that it's he's him. untouchable; he's just not gonna. But run. him and and and. Uh, I don't want to knock this team out. I'm not talking like blow the team up, get rid of everybody. Not. But I'm saying if you if you just come up and there's just you just have to lose one guy and there you know you're gonna make one deal. I'm okay with losing Garrett. I'm okay with losing, uh, you know, you know Lorenzen. I'm okay with losing a guy like I'm okay with losing a lot of pieces as long as you get the right stuff back. If it's just one piece, except for Castillo. I, you can't lose Castillo. You can't lose Suarez. Those are the two guys I I need for the next four years. Yep, I'm with you, and you need, but you need a lot more than that. So, I, 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 I you think do, we, but I'm saying if it's just one piece that you're like somebody just makes an offer you can't refuse, I'm good with losing Lorenzen. I love Michael. I said his name right for once. Did. I love Michael Lorenzen. Thank, rest in peace, R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen. Right. That's right, uh, the hefty lefty. Uh, but I love Michael Lorenzen. But I'm okay with it, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it's I, a, I don't mind it. It's a little easier to part ways with with relief pitchers. I I, I don't want to see Amir Garrett go anywhere. I don't want to see Michael Lorenzen go anywhere. But it it is a little easier to part ways with relief pitchers, and there are a lot of teams in contention that are looking for some relief help because everybody's yeah. managing their bullpens the same way the Reds are now, and they're all and, wasted. And Every freaking bullpen is wasted. Right. Every you, we, I'm not kidding. It just, it, 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 it just <laughs> is that way. Everybody's going to need some extra help. In the and bullpen. look what's happening. And look what's happening to your bullpens because you you can't let a guy throw a seventh inning, so you're going to just kill. I don't want to talk about well, it. Look, We're not, I'm not doing this. But today. look. 
if the if the Dodgers are managing it that way, the Astros are managing it that way, the best teams in the league are managing their their bullpens that way, and they're winning a million games because they're hitting the ball out of the ballpark and scoring runs at ridiculous but, levels. But, but those teams aren't winning every game eight to six. I mean, th- those teams have good pitching staffs too, and, yeah. and defense really the most the most overlooked part of uh, baseball. baseball. I think sure, but. Look, anyway, I don't know if the Reds are going to make any moves, but I I wouldn't mind seeing at least one of those guys whose contract is up at the end of this year and you're probably not going to bring back. I wouldn't mind seeing what you can get, even if it's some throwaway guy that doesn't even sound like anything. You never know. I mean, I'm not going to get excited about that deal, but get sure. something for some, get something for one of those guys. Yeah. I think you need to because you're just you're losing too much. Tanner Roark, Alex Wood, um Jose Iglesias, um Yesiel Puig, you're losing too many people to not get something unless they just want more draft picks, which could be what they want. Maybe. Uh, I'm okay with that too. You just got to have It just guys. means another 5 more years down the line instead of making it well, the next 2 years. But but not necessarily with those So they're going to go out guys. and pay more money for more one-year guys this year i they could i mean that it, it i mean that, it think about what that helped, trade was think think about that la trade i mean kyle farmer is was phenomenal until he got hurt but that guy was playing out of his mind alex woods alex wood yes puig's killing the ball right now mm-hmm. and they got all that for a bucket of balls and homer bailey Who's not with that with that team? No, and he pitched pretty well with the Royals. He's been pitching pretty well with the Royals, uh, or at least his last start was pretty well. He went to the A's though. He went to the A's, had a really good start. Is that where he threw that? Where he had had a, had a good start, and then his last start was terrible. Oh, was it? He gave up like seven runs in the first yes. inning or something. Love like that. it. Typical Homer Bailey. Um, no offense. I, I don't. I don't mind. I, no, I don't like him. Eh, no, I'm not. I just don't <laughs> like him. So, um, but look. We Most. talked about the Reds. Are there any other big names? You tell me thought, that you're thinking about the the biggest pitching name that's been talked about is Madison Bumgarner. That's huge. Is San Francisco going to let go of him? There's there's no way they let. The go weird of him. thing about that situation is that San Francisco has won like 14 of their last 16 games or they're something in like it. I that. I mean, they're in the wild card. They're two race and a half now. games back. They're never. Of a wild card they're now. never going to catch LA. No, 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 it's no. impossible. Absolutely. They're 14 games out from LA, right. but two and a half in a wild card, they're in. They, they're definitely they've played their way back into contention in the wild card at least. I think they still have a few teams to jump, so that's the that's the tough part. But um, and are they going to be able to 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 you know keep this you know this rate of winning for the rest of the season? I don't know about that, but. We've seen that from San Francisco in years past where they had bad first halves and incredible second halves, and they go on to win the stupid World Series yeah. in 2013 or 12 or whichever one it was. They won it every other year, every other year and they right. play the Reds for two. Anyway, dude, he's only 30 years old. Yeah, yeah, he's only 30, but he's he's been a, a lifelong member of the Giants. He's, you know, I, I don't know, I, I – I read an article today that said they wouldn't be surprised if they held on to him just because he's this like legacy player there now, you know. He and, just threw a complete game, uh, a complete game, one run, uh, a couple uh, last. What was it? The 18th, a week ago. And and we know how rare complete games are nowadays. Yeah, exactly. You got a guy with a rubber arm. 
So, but that that is definitely that one and Trevor Bauer are the two big names. But that's the other thing. The Indians are red hot right now too. They're they're yep. right there in the wild card too. Once again, not going to catch the Twins. Probably but they not, are. Right? They're going. They're they actually have a wild card spot right now, don't they? Yeah, I think they yeah. do. I think they do have one of the wild card spots. So, and by the way, they're red hot right now, and they have been without Corey Kluber or Carrasco for the last however many weeks, right? So they are supposed to be getting both of those guys back before the end of the season, but they're still talking well, about. I don't know pop- about Carrasco. This thing, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's locked up, done. I mean, he, if he, he's, he's going to have to go through chemo. He's right. he's been working out, but. He's going to have to go through chemotherapy. They're talking about, and I I just don't that, know how you that can affects pitch on people that. in different ways. Some people it, can deal with it. Some people can. Yeah, but even no matter, I mean, you can deal with it. Some people might be able to deal with it, but it still knocks down your system. It still knocks sure. out part. I mean, he's not going to be a hundred percent or anywhere no, near it. No, no. Um, I, right now he's convinced he's coming back. They're kind of under the impression, like, okay, well, I've, so far, he's working out. He's working out, and he, I guess, he he's, hasn't started he's good chemo enough. yet, though. Right. Okay. So either way, you're getting Corey Kluber, a Cy Young Award winner, back right. at some point yes, too. Yes, you will. So they're they're red hot and could could get a lot better too um, in the last month of the season. So does it make sense to trade Bauer, or can you still be a really good team if you trade Bauer and get a great return for him that might not help you this year? No, but- no, you're in it. I don't think you're getting rid of Bauer. Bauer's staying there. Bauer's not going okay. in. I think he's there. I think I think if anything, you see them pick up a pitcher. So besides, so the, there are those two big names. Next, Marcus Stroman, Zach Greinke. Those are, are a couple other guys that they've been talking about. Those are guys that can really help a New York Yankees, a Houston Astros with that fourth spot, you know, or any any number of te- the A's need some help right now, and their staff. There are a bunch of guys, There are a bunch of teams who can use that other starter, and who are close enough or right there that they want to maintain their lead. And they could go after a a thirty five year old Zach Greinke who's still pitching really well, yeah. Or a Marcus Stroman who who's been pretty good, who's kind of been up and down honestly, but who's been pretty good for the most part. And, and that a lot of people. I still love have Zach Greinke. I think Zach Greinke is a perfect fit anywhere you want to put him. Yeah, and I, I've been hearing uh, the Phillies are another team that that need the their, Phillies. The Phillies, you know, they decided they were going all in when they signed Bryce Harper, and they. If this is going to be the year for them, they got a lot. They they're starting to get beat up. We'll just say they're starting to get beat up. They are. I they're, like their the Phillies. Their staff has. I like the Phillies, but they're they're beat up. So yeah, I think that'd be a good fit as well. Yep. Um, the only problem with Grinky is he's owed like eighty million over the next two years or something like that. So you got to deal. Lot. Yeah, but the Phillies are throwing money around like it's they water. Are. And and that's the thing is you you went all in. This was your year. You went all in. Yeah. Don't stop now. You can't. At this point in time, you've invested too much money. It's it's like in poker. You've already got so much money in the pot, you can't fold now. Even though you know you lost, you almost can't fold because of how much money you have in that pot. So, yeah, be interesting. There, there are a few uh, pretty good relievers. Everybody's looking for relief help, like we already talked about. There are a few guys, you know, really as I far think you, as I think I think some people would just be better off bringing up their best pitchers out of out of the minor leagues and just letting them throw. But but how many teams trust that in a in a playoff race, right? 
you're going to bring in relief help from somebody else that's got a that's got a tired arm. Everybody's <laughs> everybody's tired. And well, if you're bringing in somebody from a crappy team, chances are they're getting used a lot. You may be right. You may be right about that. But there are, there are a few guys, Will Smith in San Francisco. There are some guys that are Michael Lorenz and Amir Garrett. <laughs> right. Um, I love both of them, but I'm okay. Let's talk. So there, as far as position players go, there are there are a handful of guys that could help, but there aren't really. I'm not seeing a whole lot of big time names that would be major difference makers in, in anybody's lineup. Is Puig the only guy that you hear? I mean, but is Puig even coming out anymore? Since the Reds said that they're staying pat, did they say that for sure? I thought I read something saying the Reds have decided to go for it or whatever. But basically, they're not doing anything. Okay. Um, Puig was one of the I may have read the see look I don't read articles I just read headlines so it <laughs> said the I, Reds are going for it so I, I just that. took that as they're not doing anything I get that uh Hunter Pence is another name that I saw who's having you know he started the all-star game at DH can somebody explain me on how Hunter Pence plays baseball <laughs> how's the, that how one of the most dude? unorthodox looking people I've ever seen. How, how? Apparently his personality and his brain match the way he plays to he's an odd guy from what I understand, but the guy is had a rejuvenation for his career this year I, in Texas. I don't feel like he's ever really had a bad year. Has he ever I, had a bad year? I kind year? of agree. Maybe the last the year. The dude hits like but. the dude hits like anywhere from 290 to 310. He hits anywhere from 25 to 30 home runs. He drives in anywhere from 85 to 105 RBIs. It's just, and he does it looking as awkward as a human being can look on a professional baseball field. I've never seen another professional baseball player throw the way he does. Uh, I've only seen one person throw that way. It's <laughs> a guy named Bob St. Clair, a good, my, a good friend of mine's dad. I don't know how the guy. I don't know how he. It, it's, I. He throws strikes and he like he used to throw batting practice to us. I don't know how he did it, but it just doesn't look. It just doesn't look. Doesn't look fluid. Fluid. Like, yes. It's just different. Huh. I guess you know. It's just different. Well, uh, Trisha is listening. So tell your dad nice work on getting, I've, uh, I've, getting the same. I'm not saying boys. anything that I've never said out loud. Before. No, I'm saying okay. you, you were saying he was throwing strikes, throwing batting practice to you yeah, guys. He was good work on the, uh, getting the, getting the Blackhawks yeah, ready you know. for, ready for battle. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, look, whatever happens over the next week. So when, when are we going to start seeing these deals? It's usually probably what a few days, before you see something, some something noteworthy, uh, the first like deal at the deadline. When are we going to start seeing that? Is that going to be this weekend? Maybe. Yeah, are I think we you wait start seeing it. I think you start seeing it this weekend, dude. So many, there's so many trades that go on after this stupid trade deadline happens. Anyway, there's so there many. I feel like some of the bigger trades that happen come during the waiver period than they do at this deadline. Because there are a lot of teams who are like, you know what, we're close, we're close, we're close. I just don't know, I just don't know. And then, you know, August tenth comes by, and you're like, nope, we're done. You go on a five game losing streak, and you're out of it. And now you're clearing guys through waivers if you can, saying, all right, who's who wants who? Let's make this happen. It's dude, it's now you got to. It's go like to- a ta- it's like illegal tampering or something where. <laughs> 
Well, today's the deadline. However, the trade deadline is July 31st. However, you can trade anybody you want all the way up to the end of the season. But you got to go through all these loopholes and all these different rules. It's not even a big loophole. You got to walk down the hall to Poindexter's office and ask him, yeah. okay, explain all these rules to me. And then I you got to wrap your to... toe around the third fence link underneath, uh, underneath Wrigley Field's uh, brick wall. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. And then you got to take your finger, your, your right index finger and pull off three pieces of Ivy mm-hmm. from the wall. You got to put your elbow in a bag of potato chips, elbow in a bag of potato chips. Your ears got to go underneath somebody's nostrils and it just gets weird. Yeah. Uh, but then you can trade anybody you want. And that stuff we were talking about. It's not that weird, but isn't that how we did we get Ken Griffey jr. In a, no, that was off season. Never mind. Somebody put their elbow in a, I'm pretty sure I saw somebody came here. Yeah, I think I think I put my nose underneath somebody's chair. Okay, okay, uh, that's a high chair, I guess, huh? So <laughs> I got on the ground. I got on the floor, <laughs> rolled underneath it. I just asked him not to fart. Even so, um, <laughs> the trade deadline in every sport, especially in baseball and basketball, are very exciting times to me. Uh, because it's just fun to see different guys go different places. I think it's, it's more fun, fun. In, ba- in basketball because you actually see the moves getting made. The last couple of years in baseball, there hasn't really been any blockbuster moves. Yeah. You get all the way there, it's like 11.30, 11.45, it's almost noon, and it's like, oh, I guess nothing's happening today. And it doesn't <laughs> sound like anything huge is going to happen, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe we're Maybe we're not really hearing like – you know, Bumgarner's probably going to stay. Bauer's probably going to stay. Maybe we're hearing this kind of stuff, and something that nobody sees is going to come out of nowhere, and suddenly Mike Trout plays for the Reds. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I choked you up on that. You choked on that. I wasn't ready for that. That was a good one. That was good. God, it's my dream come true. Anyway, <laughs> you and me both, buddy. Um <laughs> Bob St. Clair, a.k.a. White Chocolate. That's what they call him, man. Is that right? Yeah, he's been calling him that for years. That's funny. Yep. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> so anyway, that's that's. I think I think that's where we're at with baseball, right? I mean, we, we, we'll we see what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be anything big, but it'll be exciting to see how it goes. Okay. Really quickly, we have been working for, it seems like, years now on this on this Nosebleed Sports uh, podcast Facebook poll, the best sports posters ever. I've had all kinds of trouble with Facebook trying to get these things posted. Apparently, you're not allowed to do polls on Facebook anymore. Apparently, I you're can't, not. I can't do it. You can't figure out how to do I've it. I've been working for a week on trying to get the next one up. Guess what? Right before I came over here, I finally got it up because it's the first time the poll option has been visible. So Adam has been deleting and reinstalling the Facebook app to be able to try Just to do about these. every day. And uh, sometimes, sometimes it- it'll let him do it for a for, for one time. He gets the post up, we're good, and then comes down. So does that mean we have one up right now? There is one up right now. You can vote on this is uh, it's number six, the number six eleven matchup, which I haven't actually been. That's that's my little experiment. I haven't been putting the seeds on there because I don't want the seed to influence your vote. I like it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I'm good with that. I have the seeds written down. I know okay. what they are, but 
I I don't want the seed to influence. Your we're birth. just going to tell you it's the six eleven matchup. I'm not going. We're not going to tell you right. which one is which. And and right now, so it's it's the Dominique Wilkins poster titled uh, Domination Alley. Oh, that sounds like a terrible one. Versus, ver- it's actually really cool. It's it is. Strange. It's a strange one. It's really cool. He's got a car in the background, but it's going up against. It's going up against one of the uh, another pretty 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 uh, classic classic Iceman uh, poster. So Iceman, right? I'm George gonna go Gervin. with George Gervin on this one. I'm voting right now. So you have the next basically about probably 20 hours from right now. It is 20 hours uh, to to vote on that what i'm gonna do because i've had so much trouble and that's the other thing is posting these things like if you look at it right now you have the ice man that you can see the poster the domination alley dominique wilkins one it's like half the size of that because there's like a weird sizing thing yeah you can't do that either i've tried to there's a weird sizing thing that like Facebook cuts off the border around it. So like if I d- if I use the regular picture of that poster, it would cut off Dominique Wilkins' head, and it's it's the dumbest thing. It's like you're having trouble with Facebook. I'm having trouble with well, Facebook. Facebook is polls. having trouble. They they just got fined five billion dollars uh, for some kind of you selling know, people's information yeah probably. that whole deal and then as soon as they got they got sentenced with that they are now being uh reviewed again for something else that they're doing i don't know what it is but they're getting looked into by everybody dude facebook's gonna be gone in a year you know what i disagree with that that's not gonna happen it's probably not gonna happen but the world might be a better place if it did honestly <laughs> Uh, but I'm hearing more Something's and more. Gonna, I'm hearing more and more about. You know what? Like, you know what? My niece, they're using Facebook to watch and listen to you. You know, my niece said. Well, Google does the same thing. Yeah. You know, my niece said to me the other day. What's that? Uh, she didn't say it to me. She said it to to Aaron. She Aaron said something about. Oh, did you see such and such on Facebook? And she said, "You still use Facebook? <laughs> Snapchat's a new Facebook, man. It is. It is. Um, I'm still a Twitter guy myself." But I have all of them. I mean, I have just about everything. Um, but I'm still a Twitter guy. You got to as I a young single man. You got to be out there on all the on all the uh, vibes, man. You got to be you got to be in your vibes, right? Or is it in your feelings? I don't know. What, What's the new way <laughs> kids say now? He's, he's in it, his feelings in, or something. In your feelings is a thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it fits there or not, but uh, that's a thing. That's the thing. <laughs> right, that's as the long thing. as it's a thing. So <laughs> vibes. I feel like people are always talking about their vibes now too. Okay. All right. Um, you gotta be throwing them vibes out. Yeah, your in, your Insta vibes or your IG vibes. My bad. How's that? My what's that IG vibe all about? Uh, IG, okay. How's I, your IG vibe? I feel vibes? like maybe that's maybe I've heard that. Don't make me feel better. Listen, the um, what I'm gonna do because I've had so much trouble with Facebook is continue to post one every day and just leave it up for a day for you to vote on until we get to the championship. The finals. I think I'm just going to do that. We'll because do the finals so for long. a week. And yeah. And then once we get to the very last one, the very last matchup, I'll hold off. We'll talk about it on here. We'll set it up, explain the posters that are involved, and then give you a week to vote on it. If Adam's app it. will allow him to put it on there, then whenever, that, whenever happens, that is, we get a week from then. Right. That sounds good to me, man. So next week, uh, hopefully a surprise co-host. 
coming with Adam. Uh, I'm pretty excited about hearing exactly what that's going to be or who that's going to be. So we'll try to keep you updated. I will be in Mexico catching my vibes all up in my feelings. (laughs) So until next week, for Adam Schmidt, I'm Chris Witt. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.